All right, everybody. So we've got an interesting one today. Uh, <clears throat> this is from Reuters. So Texas asks U.S. Supreme Court to help Trump upend election in long shot lawsuit. So I think it's important that we get it out of the way right now. Um, I think this is an unfair characterization of what is actually happening. So while, yes, I do think that the whole point of this lawsuit is to give Trump the win, um, I, th I do think it is technically unfair to um, characterize it as such because the lawsuit is, at its core, about respecting the U.S. Constitution. And that's going to be the big thing here because in the Constitution, we have a provision. Uh, I believe this is Article 1, Section 2. And it specifically says and reads that state electors are the only ones allowed to uh, appoint the, the Electoral College. So what the four battleground states mentioned in this suit are doing, uh, they are not following the Constitution as it is written. So... I think Texas makes a very good legal argument. I do think that if this election weren't so hotly contested and that people weren't so partisan, I think this would be an easy win. Um, but let's be honest, I do not think that this is going to work. I really do think that we are looking down the barrel of a gun and we are going to see Joe Biden inaugurated on January 20th. Um, but I don't want to bury the lead here, so let's jump into the story. So, the state of Texas on Tuesday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to throw out the voting results in four other states in a long-shot legal gambit intended to help President Donald Trump upend his election loss to President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, full stop. He is not the president-elect. I really don't care that they are using this moniker, uh, but he's not. He, he is literally, legally not the president-elect. Um, they can cry about it all they want, but he just isn't yet. The only way he would be is a trumpet conceded or when the election is finally done and over with. And when that is, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea. I thought it'd be over a long time ago. I thought it would be over maybe election day a couple days ago. I don't know. I don't think this is going to be over until the bitter end, until we have one of these two men inaugurated on January 20th. And even then, I'm not sure it's going to be over. Um, but continuing into the story here, so we have officials from the four states, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, called the lawsuit a reckless attack on democracy, while legal experts give it little chance to succeed. Um, kind of like what I was saying, I really don't think this is going to go anywhere. I don't think this is going to overturn the election the way we might want it to. Uh, I think it's just going to get kicked out by the courts because they don't care. They just don't care about this kind of stuff. Um, so back in here, uh, it was filed directly with the Supreme Court rather than with a lower court, as is permitted for certain litigation between states. Uh, the lawsuit announced by the Republican Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, targeted election battleground states that Trump lost to Biden after winning them in 2016. The Republican president has falsely claimed he won re-election and has made baseless allegations of widespread voting fraud. Okay, so... 
Notice how they're also saying now baseless allegations. The narrative has changed. It is irrefutable that there is something wrong with this election. I don't know if we can call it fraud. I don't know necessarily that it was intentional, but boy howdy does it seem that way. Um, <clears throat> there are so many irregularities, uh, so many things wrong with this election. Uh, whoever ends up installed as the next president of the United States is not going to have a hint of legitimacy about them. Uh, and I think that's one of the biggest problems that we face because of this election. Um, but I digress. Back to the story. Uh, Paul Smith, a professor and election law expert at Georgetown University's law school, uh, said Texas did not have a legitimate basis for the suit. I disagree. Anyways, uh, there is no possible way that the state of Texas has standing to complain about how other states counted the votes and how they are about to cast their electoral votes, Smith said. The lawsuit represents the latest in a series brought by the Republican president's campaign and supporters intended to reverse his loss to Democrat Biden in the November 3rd election. Those efforts so far have failed. Uh, in another case, the Supreme Court on Tuesday rejected a bid by Pennsylvania Republicans to block, uh, block the state from formalizing Biden's victory there. Uh, this, this actually did happen. So... <clears throat> In Pennsylvania, unless you live under a rock, uh, you should know about what's going on over there with Rep. Mike Kelly. Um, but anyways, the uh, Samuel Alito, he decided no, uh, they weren't going to do it, and they dismissed the case outright. Um, I think that there was some argument saying that like you can't have the judiciary deciding elections and other crap like that. I mean, it was just, honestly, it just seems like a bunch of pussyfooting around. Like, you know, someone's got to give us an answer here because as it stands, things don't add up. Um, so back in here, uh, the Texas suit argued that changes made by the four states to voting procedures amid the coronavirus pandemic to expand mail-in voting were unlawful. Texas makes the remarkable request of the Supreme Court to immediately block the four states from using the voting results to appoint presidential electors to the Electoral College, essentially erasing the will of the voters. Biden has amassed 306 electoral votes, exceeding the necessary 270 compared to Trump's 232 in the state-by-state -state electoral college that determines the election's outcome, while also winning the national popular vote by more than 7 million votes. The four states contribute a combined 62 electoral votes to Biden's total. Electors in the electoral college typically are party loyalists, who pledged to vote for the candidate who wins a state's popular vote. Texas wants the legislatures and the four states to appoint their own slate of electors instead of relying upon the verdict delivered by voters. So I don't like the characterization here. Um, Texas is not saying uh, to necessarily ignore the verdict delivered by voters, but what Texas is saying is that the governors and this uh, secretary of states in these states are not the ones who get to determine the electoral college makeup. They're not the ones who get to send the electors. And that is true by the constitution, the supreme law of the land. And you have idiot Democrats arguing against it. I mean, I, you can't make this stuff up. You really can't. Um, so it goes on. So Texas also asked the Supreme Court to delay the December 14th date for the Electoral College votes to be cast, a date set by law in 1887. Um, so important to note, just because the votes are cast on the 14th doesn't really mean much, considering that it won't be counted until uh, 
January 6th. So, I, I mean, look, there's so much going on here. It's going to be hard to really understand it. Uh, but this is an important update to the story, you know, of the ongoing election saga. So, uh, back here. Democrats and other critics have accused Trump of aiming to reduce public confidence in U.S. election integrity and undermine democracy by trying to subvert the will of the voters. The erosion of confidence in our democratic system isn't attributable to the good people of Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, or Pennsylvania, but rather to partisan officials like Mr. Paxson who place loyalty to a person over loyalty to their country, Michigan's Democratic Attorney General Dana Nessel said. Paxson, an ally of Trump on a range of issues, faces allegations in Texas of bribery and abuse of his office to benefit a political donor, according to local media. So right here, what they're doing is poisoning the well. Um, just because he might have done certain things and he faces allegations of bribery and abuse of his office doesn't necessarily mean that he did. Okay, And even if he does, that doesn't necessarily subtract from his legal claims here. Uh, this is just poisoning the well, like I said. All they're trying to do is make you think that he is not an individual worth listening to. And he clearly is, otherwise they wouldn't be writing an article about him. Uh, or what he's done, rather. So... Uh, they go on to say here in the Root and the Reuters article, uh, a conservative court majority. The Supreme Court 6-3 conservative majority includes three justices named by Trump. The president said before the election he expected the Supreme Court to decide the winner. The justices are not obligated to hear the case. The court has made clear that its original jurisdiction, which lets it directly hear litigation between states, should be invoked sparingly. Texas accused election officials in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin of failing to protect mail-in voting from fraud, diminishing the weight of votes cast in states that lawfully abide by the election structures set forth in the Constitution. Um, I completely agree with this. I don't think Texas is wrong at all in their characterization. Uh, voting by mail surged during the pandemic as many Americans stayed away from polling places to avoid the spread of COVID-19. State officials have said they have found no evidence of the widespread election fraud alleged by Trump. So I'd be curious to know which state officials they're talking about uh, because there is copious amounts of evidence of widespread election fraud. Um, now, just because there's evidence doesn't mean that there's proof necessarily. You have to understand the difference. Evidence is not proof. There, these are witness testimony. We have sworn affidavits of things that have gone wrong, but this does not necessarily prove it. Um, election disputes are meant to be resolved by members of Congress when they meet on January 6th to formally count electoral college votes. Constitutional law professor Ned Foley of Ohio State University's Moritz College of Law said, I would think the court would not want to be dragged into the middle of this. Foley added, Trump retweeted several Twitter posts expressing support for the lawsuit, including two that called for other states to join it. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro, a Democrat, said these continued attacks on our fair and free election system are beyond meritless, beyond reckless. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call, a Democrat, called the lawsuit genuinely embarrassing. A spokeswoman for the Office of Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr, a Republican, said, With all due respect, the Texas Attorney General is constitutionally, legally, and factually wrong about Georgia. Tuesday represented a safe harbor early deadline under the law for states to certify the election results. So, 
all they're trying to do. They're trying to take away from the legitimacy of this. They're trying to cast doubt upon this uh, suit that it will fail. Uh, my personal opinion is I really do think it'll fail, but that's because judges don't care about stuff like this. I don't think the judiciary has spine enough to wade into something like this. Um, I, I think they're feckless cowards, if anything. Um, but this election, look, guys, whatever you think, something weird happened with this election. Biden lost almost every single bellwether metric. Trump and the Republicans made gains down ballot across the board. The Democrats were expecting a blue wave and were crushed. This is an unmitigated disaster for them. But somehow we get hundreds of thousands of ballots all over the country with just a Biden vote, nothing else. Is that really that common? We have historically low uh, rejection rates for mail-in ballots. That doesn't make sense. We know to expect a 1% to 2% uh, rejection rate for mail-in ballots, but we don't see that. We see historically low rates of uh, rejection. We see some counties in Pennsylvania allowing people to cure their ballots. Where, how is that fair? If you filled out the damn thing wrong, you don't get your vote now. I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. But they were allowing people to cure the ballots. They were trying to find every single Biden vote possible. And you expect me to believe that Biden gets 12 million more votes than Obama? I'm sorry, man. It doesn't make sense. I get people hate Trump. I understand it. He's not a nice guy. I get it. But he does work for America. I voted for Trump because of the economy and the Middle Eastern peace deals. That's it. That's what I care about. And the fact that uh, all this all this stuff is ridiculous. Look, I think Trump should have won the election. I think that something screwy is going on. And I, I genuinely do think that something happened uh, to pervert the election to where Trump wouldn't win. But you know what? We'll see what happens in the next couple of days or the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, like I said, I really don't think any of this is going to be over until January 20th and one of these two men are uh, inaugurated as president of the United States. Uh, we're just going to have to see. Um, but that's all I got to say on the topic. Um, if you listen this far, like, comment, subscribe. Um, we have a subscribe star if you want to support the channel. Uh, share the video around. Um, help, help us grow. Um, but yeah, take care. Thanks for listening.